I think as unique as you can be, there are individuals that are in that similar situation. And if they can have a template that they can follow that could get them out of that stuck position, then you've just provided hope. Podcast Junkies, episode 124. Welcome back if you're a regular listener. And welcome if you're a new listener. Like Karina Rain, who tweeted out that the episode with uh, Jeanette and Alex Ruiz was super legit. And now she's a new subscriber. So hopefully you're listening. And hello. If you missed that episode, go back and listen. We had a fun time. And don't just take my word or Karina's word for it. Go listen because um, Jeanette and Alex are doing a great thing with their podcast. They're based out of Miami. And I, I learned a lot about them and we had we laughed a lot and we had a good time. So um, they're they're really proud of their, their veganism and it motivated me to double down on my vegetarianism and uh, just get back on that train and be more uh, strict about what I put in my body. So if you're new to this show, then my name is Harry Duran. I'm the host of Podcast Junkies. Back on the weekly train, episodes with amazing, engaging and uh, something else that rhymes with ing, podcasters. <laughs> this week, we have a great, 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 great Zen conversation with Angel Jones. I connected with Angel through the 12-minute uh, conversation podcast. He, at last check, I think was doing over 1,100 or 1,200 interviews. He was trying to break the Guinness Book of World Records from most interviews. They're 12 minutes. Obviously, they're not that long. And we connected. I had a blast on on his show. And then... I ran into him at PodFest. We uh, exchanged hugs, and I just knew from the, after a couple of seconds of speaking to him uh, that I was going to invite him on Podcast Junkies. And you'll notice the tone's a little bit different than the other shows, especially after coming uh, from the one with uh, Jeanette and Alex. Super toned down, but don't let that fool you. The content is spectacular. So I can't wait for you to dive in. Um, this episode's brought to you by Shure. Shure Microphones. Super happy with my relationship with Shure. Head on over to podcastjunkies.com slash Shure to see the, the line of the microphones that I'm testing out. Um, and then some more information about their Motive line. Company's been in business for years and um, can't say enough good things about them and their and their um, and their line of microphones. I'm actually I've actually upgraded now to the Shure SM7B, which I'm on now and could not be happier. So episodes also brought to you by Podbean, uh, podbean.com slash podcast junkies with great plans for newbie podcasters uh, at $3 and $9 for unlimited. If you're new uh, and don't have any idea about where to start hosting, you don't want to be hosting on your site, put it on a site like Podbean and they've definitely got you covered um, and tell them Harry sent you. Stay tuned to the end of the episode for the retention hashtag. It's my way of seeing who's paying attention. I love seeing these in Twitter all the time. And you want to be part of the Cool Kids Club and participate in that party. Okay, so let's get into this. Uh, It's almost like a, a, think of it as a guided meditation. It's a lot of fun. uh, My conversation with Angel. So uh, are you still doing the thousand? Are you still on the trying to get break that record? So there's a confusion between the importance of the record mm-hmm. and what I do. 
So on March 31st, it's going to be one year that I've been doing this, that I've been podcasting, and I'll clarify it. But I'm so glad to have the opportunity to speak with you, Harry, and clarify this. When is this going to be live? A um, couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah. So I'll speak from that perspective. But what's happened, the, 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 the record was really something that came way after particular it happened on the day that i started the goal the one of the guys that i spoke to his name is tom schwab mm-hmm. he, he suggested hey angel why not make this a guinness world record but truly my intention was to smash john lee dumas's episode count <laughs> yeah which brings me to another topic um how do you win a marathon runner who is 26 miles ahead of you. Yeah. Run faster. You could try that. (laughs) You could try that. Um, But I think it's short, short bouts of running fast, resting, going again. But um, I've had the opportunity to get a peak of greatness. And I think John Lee Dumas' greatness for what he has done and um, my format of the 12-minute convos has given me an opportunity to, just like him, find my own unique real self. So we all, as here in in Podcast Junkies, we always jump straight into the conversation without any formal intros. (laughs) I want to thank you for taking the time to, to to join me in conversation today. Yeah, it's a great pleasure, my friend. I am honored. So, so for the listeners' benefit, can you explain the genesis of? I know we alluded it to a little bit, but just this idea of what you're trying to do with 12-minute conversations and the podcast in general. Yeah, sure. It started off as something. Uh, so, if I go back, you should. Yeah, there was a. So, I'm a financial coach originally, right? At some in some place of my life there, but I started I started this financial podcast and I wanted to song just like Dave Ramsey, so <laughs> you should have heard that. So I did that and then I, it aired out for a bit and it didn't smell too right in the virtual space. <laughs> and then I um I came up with this twelve minute convos concept in a mastermind group called the community by Aaron Walker. I thought that it was necessary to have conversations in the virtual space because there's a way that people connect where they're asking in virtual Facebook groups. But at the same time, it felt as though there wasn't a true connection. So I came up with this 12 minute. I love Excel sheets, right? So I tallied how many men were in there. And then I checked, okay, how much time I could allocate to this project. And then realized, okay, there were a hundred and something guys in there. Let me see. I could do 12 minutes. But I think I came back with 15 minutes. But Harry, you could tell me if I'm wrong or right. But asking for 15 minutes of a successful person time and asking for 12 minutes, there's, it's like the, the 999, right? <laughs> so I did that. And I started to have conversations with guys in that community. And it really, we started to go longer than 12 minutes. But the connections that were made from there, please excuse my phone. I have no idea why iPhone is not muting. 
I'll go to airplane mode. Yeah, sorry about that. No so, yeah, so we, um, I started having these conversations and connected in some amazing ways. Uh, and then I came up with the podcast for my wife, and her podcast was Nurse Jones' podcast. So she's a nurse, she writes, she simplifies health disorders um, through poems. So we're in the studio, right? And I'm saying, ah. Oh. So I did her drop for her intro. And, you know, I stepped up to the mic just like this. And, you know, I welcomed them to... It, it, and it was like this connection. <laughs> this, this, this connection. Hearing your, your, hearing your voice in your ears. Mm-hmm. Not in a vain way, but just an empowering way. It's... You, you speak of it, Harry. Speak of it. You feel it too, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I there's this intimacy that we all know because of the way podcasts are consumed on earbuds where you get the sense that you're literally talking to a person's ear and you know that's why i like to to monitor the conversation so i get that same feeling when i'm having a conversation with people because it's i i really want to maintain it now that you mention it i think i it's one of the reasons why you know sometimes i ask myself why do i still have my headphones on when i could monitor it through my speakers or i could monitor it through through the laptop but if we have this intimate connection here in our conversation together, then I think the energy uh, that results as a result of that conversation is communicated in a different way that's less casual. I'm not saying the conversations aren't, I mean, by, uh, by the very description of this podcast, this, these conversations are casual, but it's, it's almost like a casual intimacy. Maybe that's the phrase yeah. that makes more sense. Which which brings a, a genuine type concept, right? It's it's genuine. You get it's genuine on the airs. Ooh, I love that, <laughs> right? So it's, it's genuine on the airs. So I did that, and I started having these conversations with these guys, and then I said, "Wow, there's so much value that came from that." And I stepped on the mic with my wife there, and I said, "Okay, I'm going to do my podcast, and it's going to be 12 minute conversations, right?" And the reason really was to, there were times that I went to conferences and I'm from Trinidad and Tobago, so I usually have to fly a bit more than others. And I am in, let's say I'm in the States, it's a limited time. So you, being, being a part of that and having a limited time, the things you want to find out from a person, you want to dive deeper as quickly as possible. And I think I learned that and I wanted to share those things that I learned with others and thus the 12 minute conversation. Where did you learn that? Oh, you know, I was listening to, to Harry's podcast before I came on and I started with one, then I went to two, then I went to three, then I said, okay, he's officially on my list because he asks those questions, which, you know, which are so important. I learned that from my mother, I believe, who is someone that delves into her instincts, I would say. Uh, so I think I definitely learned that because it's a lot to do with cues, right? Just like he did right there, folks. Uh, it's a letter. Yeah, you, you ask the correct questions at the correct time. Is that something that is cultural? Do you see that in in other aspects of either your your family or your your 
close circle of friends or that you see it in the community where it's this aspect of the importance of establishing a close connection to those people that you care about? That's a great question. Now, I think if I needed to do an ID parade on myself looking for the talents that I have, I believe it's 20% of the population. Um, so I wouldn't say it's cultural. And then I saw it in you. So we met physically at PodFest after having a podcast conversation. But because of the instinctiveness of you, we hugged. And it was a hug of, wow, right? <laughs> it, was a, it was a hug of, this is, this is good people here. And um, I think that confirms it because I was across the ocean and then, but truly the vibes, as we say in the Caribbean, a lot of connection that, that brought to fruition the physical, right? Something that happened in a virtual space. And then we physically met and we connected. And that's beautiful to me. It's, it's art at its best form. Is that something that you had not experienced in other ventures that you've tried before podcasting? Well, no, I actually did experience it. And it's, they, they say hindsight is twenty twenty, right? It's probably forty forty, But it's interesting. Um, I've seen where... Harry, uh, you're so great. I've seen where I've seen people, uh, and I think it's really listening to your to your inner self, to your again plugging your own unique real self because it's really something I've discovered over these conversations. You connect, you you see someone, and if you really listen, if you really listen, it's there. It's as though it's the vibration. It's the spiritual connection, if you would, that just speaks to that is someone that is connected to your destiny. And the beauty is you don't know how, right? But with time, with time, it, it, it evolves past your expectations as well. And thus, what you do, I love. Because it starts with a conversation, and then let's surf, right? Let's let's surf. When we do catch that big wave, we will do that. But until then, it's it's fun. And let's 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 live life. You seem to evoke the the stereotype of the the Caribbean uh, mindset of like the laid back, like yeah, man, everything's gonna be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I think that's a, a big stereotype that people have when they meet people from the Caribbean, you know, from Trinidad, Tobago, Jamaica, you know, and and the island. D do you find that that's something that's helpful in your initial interactions with people because um, you're you're coming from this place of like relaxed and, and you're you're not you're not you don't seem like the type of person that, that gets worked up pretty easily is is that helpful for like initial interactions i believe so i believe so and it, it ties back to being a podcaster right one of the challenges we usually have is to listen and uh, we spoke about that like when like if you guys happen to listen to the podcast with harry and myself I spoke so much, right? <laughs> but it's interesting 
that learning how to relax as you say or everything cool man you know it 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 gave me the opportunity to really delve um a bit deeper with an individual for something that they overlooked in their own life um within their own self which was pretty interesting um yeah like even your earliest childhood memory right uh, and how how that unfolded and how it, how the ability to connect that because it's like a dream isn't it it's it's like interpreting a dream when we dream it's an image when we're asleep and then we can reconnect it if you would uh it's a, it's a, it's a painting on a canvas and that's what happens there uh, yeah so i love your caribbean accent harry <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've been to Bermuda. Right. Uh, that's about... I'm trying to think here now. Yeah, that's about it, I think. So I think I'm overdue for... A visit for Trinidad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we see. I'm, I'm assuming... Uh, the, the, I, I get a sense that the, the culture welcomes you with open arms and uh, and big plates of food. Is that the case? Oh, food. Yeah, food. Like, we could talk about food. We could talk about food forever, right? Food is good in Trinidad. Food is good. Like, food is good. Oh, food is good. So right now I'm doing the ketogenic diet, and we're staying away from flour and sugars, and uh, ah, there's so much food with flour, right? <laughs> and there's something called uh, doubles in Trinidad, and it's um what you guys call chickpeas, but we call it chana. And it's a, uh, it's like a flour, uh, fried flour with chana. But we have something that is the equivalent to cilantro, but ten times better. Mm. And that is blending with pepper. And oh my friend, oh. <laughs> and then there's the beach, and after the beach on Maracas Beach, you you go across and get bacon shark that is fried and there's pineapples uh, freshly picked with mangoes that are seasoned and we make something called a chow and then you lime so in Trinidad you lime right like it's like hey let's go lime and liming is like chilling so yeah so it's like uh, so what the lime is tonight right What the lime is tonight. So yeah, it's it's the food is amazing. So yeah, we'll welcome you with warmth and big plates of food, Harry. You know what I, I thought was interesting is when in, earlier when you said that you started a financial podcast, you wanted to sound like Dave Ramsey, but I I get the sense that th- this is the way the podcasting uh, arc goes. That you start your own podcast, you become. Uh, popular obviously when you start to do over a thousand episodes people get start to find out who you are <laughs> yeah <laughs> so there, there, may, there may now be people who want to sound like Engel jones wow it is amazing right that's amazing i'll tell you something too harry like you said Engel there right and that's something that happened because i'm, I'm guessing i'm laid back so like so my mother calls me angel and my wife calls me angel and i came into the podcast and i said whatever right because it's german and you could pronounce it any which way right so there are people who call me angle because they've heard other people call me angle and we're speaking to branding here folks and is saying hey 
you should angel. It's okay. It's, 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 it says, but your mother calls you angel. I said, okay, then. I'll, I'll let more people know. All right. <laughs> so the angel versus the angle has been a thing oh, that I've allowed to go through. But could you say angel in your sexy tone, low voice for me, please? Let me see how it sounds. Uh, angel. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm, obviously, I got my first edit point here. Can you? Are you recording on your end, by the way? I'm not. Should I? Oh yes, yes. It it would have kicked in automatically. Okay, good. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Because it was the Skype was cutting out for a little bit, so that's good. Yeah, I could always send it to you. I should have expected it as a professional podcaster that you would be recording this. My apologies. It just stepped in there. It, it's automatic. No, that's good. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think during our conversation, you did correct me. And I actually committed, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to leave this in, but I actually committed the po a podcaster faux pas because those are the type of things that I should be clear on before I start recording the episode with you. Because there, a, person, a person's name is like to them like the most important sound in the world maybe, right? You know, and so I think... Especially people that have a name that's a bit complicated. I think it's something that you should be clear about immediately when it's not pronounced the way that you think it should be. Uh, well, well, for me, it's okay. But let's dive deeper into that. So your name is a representation of who you are, right? But just imagine you being called by something that doesn't even represent who you are at depth. And so engineer <laughs> or, or whatever job title you are, I, I think that even rings into the individual even deeper, right? Um, um, or if, if we go even a bit deeper, you fool or you, you're, you're good for nothing. Um, so I think even just as you touched, the idea just popped across, but so many of us have not understood who we are truly deep inside. And some of us aren't even following a path to find out. And I think that's even more important to at least get to that path. So your name, yes, I, I totally agree. It's, it's, it's a good idea to understand and know the person's name, but... I think what you do, Harry, which is what I would choose over you calling me Angela Angel, is speak to the core of who I am, speak to the potential of who I am. So you could get more Bromley points for that. <laughs> when did the path for you of interest in self-discovery begin? Mm. So it's interesting you asked that question. There's a young lady that asked me to come onto her podcast and have a conversation based on the worst time of my life, right? And I was telling Amanda, my wife, oh, I call her sweet rice, by the way. I was telling sweet rice, oh, I'm not sure I want to live in that space, but there may be people that can benefit from me expressing that. So... I smoked a lot of marijuana at a certain point in time. And uh, there's a point where I became like, like I think it was a, like depression type because marijuana just was not doing 
the thing I needed it to do for me. And I stepped away from that and I had an encounter, right? I had an encounter uh, with, with, with God, I would say. And that connected me to understand the value that I could put out there from, from being me without, without something, right? And I think right there it began the path to, to, to self-discovery, to understanding that there's more that I can do without the, the dependence of something else. For me, it, at that point in time, it was a drug, if you want to call marijuana a drug. At that point in time, it was that. But stepping away from that allowed me to learn so much more about myself. Who was the first person to notice the change in you? There we go. This guy, where does he get these from? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm honestly not sure. Is it common, or was it, common for people who were your in your immediate so because i imagine the social circle that you're in when you're doing that is much different than the social circle you find yourself in now yes you are very correct i don't see many marijuana smokers around me right now <laughs> yes i do not as you're very correct and so i wonder if there's an aspect of uh evolving maturing like pruning of your friendships or, or, or redefining of what's important for you now that you have this different mind shift? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, one of the things I do pretty quickly is drop whatever is weight. Yeah, so you're very correct. Wow. Is this a coaching call? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's interesting, Angel, is that I feel... Part of the, the 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 energy that um, I bring to a conversation has a lot to do with what I get from my guest, and so it's interesting because my my earlier conversation today um, with the, with a previous guest it was like um, just there from Miami and and just it's a Latino vibe and so there was just a lot of commonalities, but I love the fact that I can shift gears because of your 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 personality and the fact that you're so laid back um in a way uh, allows me to, to shift into that mode as well which i'm a thousand percent comfortable in also and i love to have these conversations that sort of like bubble up and they just come to mind like as you're speaking i'm thinking well you know why is that or why why is he thinking like that or what was his mindset at the time and and i just want to I feel like, I mean, I, I just get the sense that I want to dig deeper because I want to get to know you because as much as we did connect on, y on your podcast and as much as we did connect with that awesome hug at PodFest, you know, I, I, I think we should welcome the opportunities for human interaction with people that we um, connect with. And if that connection is genuine, I think there's no reason why we can't, you know, get to know each other even better. Yeah, it's and pretty intriguing. And if the and sure. if the and if the listener benefits as well, that's an added bonus. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. W one of the things I speak to as you're speaking there, I, it's uh, being. Be, uh, so I went to 
like I, I heard when you said on one of your podcasts, you went to an all boys school, right? A Catholic school, right? Well, I went to this school and there are parts of Trinidad that is country and then there's the city. And I went to this school in the country and I was very popular in this school. And then <clears throat> I went to a city school, right? And I, it was like country come to town. That's how we say it, right? And I was this popular guy. I was doing pretty well in school. I was pretty intelligent, but that wasn't cool. That wasn't cool. And I was always on top of my audience <laughs> back then because there were times that I would go around to, the, to those that were older than me. And I would say, my name is Darlington Jones. But for short, you can call me Darling, right? <laughs> So so I did that because interaction was something that came naturally. However, it wasn't popular with my age group, right? It was like, what type of person are you? And I quickly needed, for me, to survive. I needed to, to reassess how I did what was cool. And that was my, 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 I don't want to call it a fall, but that was my segment of of doing what everyone did because it would make me fit in. And it's a big point to just make because it comes back to your own unique real self again. And I believe that podcasters support individuality and uniqueness. It's it's amplifying by mic the unique individual. Uh, so it's probably why I connect to this so much, uh, this, this medium for communication. Have you ever come across anything that has that same effect or has the same sort of impact that you've discovered through podcasting? Yeah, playing my guitar, creating. There's a a high that comes with with creating something from nothing. Um, I've worked on my, like, I created my wife's books. And, uh, yeah, creating most definitely, yeah. How long have you been a guitar player? Probably a couple of years, probably over a decade. And this is free strum business. Right? This is like, this is like the vibes. Like, yeah. Now, do not think of that I'm Bob Marley with my Ross singing, right? <laughs> but yeah, I love playing the guitar. I, I grew up in church. My friend, my 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 mother is a gospel singer. Um, so there's the there's that side. Um, but I really shy away from the religious aspects of um, of what Christianity brings forth. But I cannot deny uh, the value that the spiritual connection with God has brought to my life. The the strength, the confidence, the when you're by yourself, you're not by yourself. That type of model, yeah. And there's something to be said for the passion and the enthusiasm of a, a a gospel service wow yeah especially in the caribbean wow and you should hear my mother sing wow that woman has pipes yeah and she sings from a place of um yeah she has a story and and i think that's what you hear you hear she has a story big up to cassandra <laughs> can you can you expand on that a little bit? Why? Because that's that, that's an important uh, thing that c- is related to podcasting, but the importance of having a story. 
Yeah, most definitely. Uh, you know, there's in podcasting, I think I've deflected from my story and just allowed others to communicate their story. Um, but believe me, folks, it's coming back to your story, right? Uh, everyone is going to want to know now more than ever what's your story. Having a story is important and communicating that story, I believe, is even more important because it creates the fabrics or the foundations of who you are. And as much as we deter people from following in our footsteps, I think as unique as you can be, there are individuals that are in that similar situation. And if they can have a template that they can follow that could get them out of that stuck position, then you've just provided hope. And providing hope for individuals, uh, it's like water in the desert. Uh, hope then helps one to move in faith. And moving in faith, I've seen value that occurs and pops up. Um, where you speak to someone from miles and miles across the Caribbean Sea, and then you meet them face to face, one example. So hope, you know, Harry connected with that, with that conversation and he gave hope. And then in faith, I connected. Where did you learn this 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 skill that you have of um, this this conversational ability you have to make people feel at ease? I saw it I saw it actually live because we were sitting at the table and you had um, uh, one of the founders of uh, Satchel, um, I think that the wife of the partner, uh, the founder of Satchel, came over to you and asked what you did. She had no idea who you were, and yeah, I, and I. You know, I love connecting people, and I said, and I said, well, he's got this great podcast, and and I think she might have said something to the effect that, like, oh, that would be that would be fun, and you essentially conducted a twelve-minute interview, <laughs> in, <laughs> impromptu, in person with her right there. What was amazing is that by the end of that conversation, she meant, I, and I was passively listening, you know, because I was like had some work to do, but I was I was observant at what was happening and what was being um, released from her that I don't even think she was aware of that she was going to talk about. But you did it so gracefully and you did it so naturally that it's a testament to who you are as an interviewer and how you've been taught, trained, influenced, that you now have this skill set your, yourself. So um, so kudos to you for that because Thank not, you. not a lot of people could pull that off. But I'm wondering, like, how, how does Angel become who he is like what, what what's what's that that uh that genesis yeah i think it's the parents i have two parents one that is the entrepreneur and he does the work and then i have one that is the visionary who doesn't do the work but is doing the work by not doing the work as where does that sound <laughs> And uh, I am definitely a combination of that. But I've listened a, a lot. I've observed a lot. And I honestly love people. Uh, I, I love people and it hurts me to see people in the image of what I see as trapped sometimes in their own cells of their cells, pun intended, right? Trapped in their cells pun intended and if I can 
release that, if I could speak to your potential, yeah, I'm most definitely going to do that. And it just brings value, Harry. Like, we're speaking here and I'm holding back from looking at you in your face because I immediately want to tap into, well, Harry, you have so much potential. (laughs) What is inspiring you to say something like that? I um I have been surrounded by those who see goodness and never speak it. And I believe that I've seen that over and over in different circles when you meet someone that has this unique potential or unique gift where they need support and I bring support and my mouth gives me the boldness to say what others wouldn't say and I I feel it though I feel like it's time to say it it has to be said so let it be said because life is short life is short and there are many times you do not get a second chance what do you really have to lose by giving someone the opportunity to gain more than they expected what do you have to lose nothing if you truly understand that we live in a world full of abundance ah yeah so it connects right so i'm listening to this guy gay hendrix over and over the big leap the big leap yeah the big leap right and he has his um his mantra that he says right i expand in abundance success and love as i help others it's not help but i help others let's help i help others also expand in that and that's my paraphrase bullshit and you're very correct abundance success and love if you truly felt in from the bottom of your heart that the world was infinite you wouldn't stop giving <laughs> yeah yeah which yeah so there's one question that you have in your podcast that has had me going for a couple of days right now right and i'll wait until you get there but and come back to that point of giving because that's a huge topic you just opened yeah given and there's one thing that i saw recently a friend shared it with a rabbi and he's talking about love and how we love others but is it truly love or are we investing self in another person so that when we are ready we can get back self so truly is it love or is it us in our instinctive uh, selfishness sharing and not really giving i said what who is this guy Because I know I'm guilty of that, where you're strategically investing, right? You're strategically giving, but truly giving with joy, without expecting more. That's beautiful, my friend. It's a, I think uh, part of the trap is understanding the ever-present nature of ego. Hmm. and trying to 
do battle with it on a daily basis. It's something that I've been consciously aware of and had pointed out to me and, and, and continue to, to, to battle because we can think that we're doing um, our best work and we're doing it selflessly. But to your point, if there's a part of us that has an ulterior motive or, or is looking for a benefit, even if it is down the road, then it's not selfless. You know, and it's and it's the ego looking for a payback at some point in the future. And so I I recently had something inspirational ri just literally written out in Sharpie on my on my on my laptop. <laughs> and I recently erased it and I just replaced it with the words, uh, watch your ego. Wow. And I'm staring at that now because I have to be conscious. I mean, I have to be conscious of it because I know that it's present in who I am and and especially as I get into this podcasting world and I, I feel like I tell people like the, the benefits of podcasting and I make these great connections and I, and I have these fantastic conversations. So people might see and hear this and feel that I'm painting this picture of what my life is like. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I, I think I'm always looking for opportunities to make sure I'm remaining grounded and even if I have to write the actual words out or I have to think about, uh, am I giving selflessly? Um, and am, am, I, am I contributing to, to this in a way that's beneficial and, and is for the, uh, the ultimate good? I, I know that's like a crazy, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, good. like right. expounding on something that's, we're probably approaching the metaphysical at this point. But yeah, just something that just came to me as you were speaking, as I'm staring at the words and it's, something that's been i've been layering into my thought process recently yeah and speak it with confidence I, I think a lot of people are connected and connecting in your podcast for that element that you just subdued just a bit i could be putting myself out there but you just subdued something that you were going into and said ah well i'm probably talking a bit too much about this right <laughs> but the truth is it's definitely the truth the the aspects of what you're speaking of my friend it's it's a battle. The ego is there. And I think it has great value because it's the thing that helps us to push on. But you have to be reminded. And um, like that Sharpie and that post-it or whatever you have there, I, it's, it's key. It's, it's key. I, 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 it's, it's the same thing that has happened with me where I was talking to one of my coaches and Rondell Benjamin, and he, you know, I was telling him, ego, whoa, you have to look at ego. And he's like, why? Ego is strong, though. Ego is important, right? Be, be very careful. Don't dung ego, but at the same time, be mindful. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. How, what does it take to push your buttons? Great question. Yeah. Everything is that you're asking is coming back to that question that you eventually ask. Uh, <laughs> what does it take to push my buttons? You know, um, I've been working in the industry for a couple of years, and um, I think some one of the guys that I'm working with currently tells me, he says, he says in Trini language, you real change, Anoba, you real change, right? <laughs> um, it, it takes a lot. Which, which translates to what? It which translates to you've changed a lot, okay. right? Yeah, it, it takes a lot. It takes a lot, interestingly enough. 
I haven't gotten really, really angry in a long, long time, but I do get really, really angry inside, and I think about some, yeah, World War cartoon type things that I could do to you. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's I'm always balancing in my mind what's happening. Is there a correlation between how willing you are to express that anger? as it relates to how much injustice you feel with what you're experiencing? Yeah, so let me just say this question, right? So the, misunder the most misunderstood thing about myself, right, is exactly that, right? Because everything you're saying, it's like you're like shooting darts at that concept, right? And yeah, I, I think sometimes you could think that the best way to solve a problem, a problem, is to act in that mode. I am being, um, it's, in a, it's an injustice to me, right? And then you go off, right? But I've learned that the battle truly is not mine. It's, it's just not mine. And uh, there's a scripture that comes in there, so it's, uh, the battle is not mine, it's the Lord's. So there are times that there are times before when I fought my own battles, Harry, and it just didn't work out. And it's not me saying that I'm weak or I'm scared or I'm afraid. Because I think in the right situation, oh no, I have fought in the right situation, right? <laughs> but I think that it's, it's more, I've seen more greater change and greater respect. And in, at the end of it, more love occur than going my way there's sometimes more power and strength demonstrated by not acting out most definitely it's just it's like all right so we have mother Teresa on one side that said okay heads down let's get the work done it's cool it's gory it's 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 bloody the, the tools are, are ancient there, there's no er and she's doing the work do I consider her brave or do I consider someone who caused the pain brave? Oh, Mother Teresa is there. So I, I think at some point in time in my life, I realized the two opportunities I had to be. And I've been that as well. The person that has caused, caused the pain and the person that has treated the pain. I, I like treating the pain. Helping others treat the pain, my friend. I'll, I'll, I'm willing to die for that, for, for being that person. Who's been the most surprised by who you've become as a person? Hmm. I'm not sure, but I can definitely ask a few people that. <laughs> who is the first person you would ask? I believe I'll ask my father first. Yeah. Why did you pick him? It's interesting. My father is, and I think a lot of men, boys, look to their father for a model of uh, acceptance, if you would. Uh, so, yeah, it would be intriguing to, to know if he knew that I would be who I am now. So, yeah, I would ask him, yeah. 
I think my mother, she knows. She's like, yeah, that's that's my son, right? Yeah. Yeah, mothers always know. Yeah. Can I give you that as homework assignment to ask your, your father? There we go. I'm writing. <laughs> well, you asked if this was a coaching session, so that might be the one thing. What uh, do you bring value to your audience? Though? Are they getting value from this deep, 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 deep conversation? <laughs> <laughs> It's interesting because I don't, I don't make a conscious effort to uh, to try to figure out what's the, what's the takeaway or what's the, yeah. you know, what's what's the the, the, the three bullet points, uh, because yeah. that's you don't have normal conversations with a predestined outcome because if you did, it would color uh, the interest. Uh, I think I would feel like I need to jump onto the next point. I'm. But you're you're literally providing the content as we speak, and I'm I'm inspired to ask the next question because I'm curious to find out more. <laughs> yeah, you're dancing. We're dancing here, folks. <laughs> this has got to be the most. I think this may be the most soothing interview <laughs> I've ever had uh, and this is the one where you want to make sure you've got like really quality earbuds on because this this is the type of conversation you want to feel like it's literally happening like in your ear you don't want to listen to this like on a on, a, on your laptop or, or, or on speakers like this is this is intimate <laughs> this is this is one-to-one -one and you're the, the listeners with us and you're in the room with us and uh, I think you can feel like what we're, what we're what we're throwing down yeah love it so you're you're, you're probably the first guest to actually pre-answer a question the question <laughs> <laughs> which is awesome which is awesome yeah. um so the other one you do you remember the other one as well you could go ahead i i tried not to go to <laughs> in my thinking but i'll tell you that question had me going as i said for a couple of days like what is it what is the thing yeah uh what have you changed your mind about recently oh uh, how creative i could be so uh we we were in podfest we left podfest and okay so when you're from the caribbean and you visit the states you take the entire of the states back to you in the caribbean right so we went to walmart <laughs> wow. and and um we were going through the aisles my wife loves loves the walmart model and um because she's usually someone that goes to sleep very early but put her in Walmart and her eyes are open wide, right? <laughs> she's walking and you know, she loves that. But there was a, something that I changed my mind with. I have it right here with me, my friend. And it's, 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 it's wool, right? It's wool, right? It's what do you call this, right? It is, yeah, yeah, it is a, a, um, a spool or ball or, oh, yeah, I don't know. What the thing. Yeah the, the yeah. Log, the log shaped. Yarn. The thing that yeah, yeah the yarn that's yeah. it yeah so um, yeah I, um we went through the creative side where there are all the rubber bands and the knitting things and the clothes and um you know I always wanted to crochet right but uh, I said oh, I don't have time to crochet right and uh, I left the aisle 
and then I, I, I went back to the aisle, and then I left the aisle, and then I went back to the aisle, and there were two women there. And I said, oh, tell me, which one of these sticks should I get? <laughs> and which one of these yarns should I get? And, you know, she said, well, this is the best one, and I use this. And I bought it, and I came back to Trinidad, and, yeah, I started with my first crochet thingy. And I've changed my mind on spending time with myself and my own thoughts recently and and enjoying that time. I've changed my mind to not do it, into doing it, and not just doing it in a meditational form, but doing it in a form where I'm creating something that is still beneficial to me in the truest form. So I'm then doing that now sometimes just before I go to sleep, and it's been amazing. And there's... Um, as unmanly, I think, as it looks sometimes, right? Because I've seen only women do that in my culture. Um, yeah, to the hell with it. I love it. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did not expect you to pull out some yarn and crochet needle. That is awesome. Um, I there's a I had a there's I had a previous guest on. Um, and she has a podcast called Shiny Shiny Bees Podcast, and it's about knitting. So I'll have wow. to put, put you onto that. And you know that you, you obviously Please. must know that there's knitting podcasts, and so that's going to be yeah. another whole rabbit hole for you. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Joe Milmine, uh, shout out to her. I wonder the fact that you you thought about that you th you thought about something that's um, typically not something that you would consider a. Uh, I even hate to use the word manly. Yeah. Because it's just like this connotation that there's already a, a stigma attached to it. Like lately, I've been trying to avoid the use of the word woo-woo when I'm trying you know, to say something spiritual. And if you're in a circle, you're like, oh, I'm, so, I'm, I'm going to get a little woo-woo for you. But in a way, you're like um, lessening. Yeah, the, I agree. The, the impact that it has for you and... It's I just it's starting to like rub me the wrong way and I'm just like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like uh, cheapen like my spirituality yeah by saying it's oh it's woo woo and like no it's just spirituality and like I'm in touch with like the universe and spirit and 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 that's how I live my life and do it in a way that what you know seeing the words watch your ego so I have to like <laughs> say that yeah. and make sure that I'm not getting into a um, spiritual ego either because that's another trap you know to think that you're like oh i'm i'm this like enlightened master and like you know okay. <laughs> i see you floating across the, the aisle yeah <laughs> so you know it's like a it's just this i don't know this constant battle with words and with intentions and what you mean and saying what you mean and expressing things that are outside of like the the boundaries of what we consider um, typical behavior, but like who wrote those rules, right? Like who made that up? Like, um, like the, the Scottish men who wear the kilts, like, you know, they, they don't, that's mm. like the most manly thing that they know how to do, you know, no, and 99% of them will kick your ass. If <laughs> exactly. In the blink of an eye. <laughs> <blink of> an <laughs> eye. So it's just these like societal norms that I feel are disintegrating that need to disintegrate. So I was having this conversation with a, a a client about this aspect of bringing to alignment the masculine and the feminine together 
and that they both like need to coexist in the rightful place and but the, they also need to coexist within us yes so it's not just like oh i need so whatever that means and and even like getting in touch with your feminine side or you know whatever like people would use that in a in a way that's derogatory but i think just this aspect of like yeah understanding that there's the two polarities exist within us every single person on this planet they exist whether you suppress them or not that's a different story so i don't know how we got into this topic <laughs> yeah well i pulled out crochet and yeah we were talking about that but it's it's true uh i've been spending more time in the kitchen again that comes down as yeah. uh, uh the feminine thing right uh, in, in most cultures um in my mind however there, there's a lot to be discovered in those spaces and I think that's what you're speaking to, like, how dare you close off yourself to those spaces? It's ego again, right? It's, it comes back to that post-it, what's your ego? Um, and then there's, there's something that I discovered on the podcast as I started to go, where I started now with, okay, can I offer the interpretation to the thought picture you created in my mind? And yeah, I, I was saying that exact same thing. Well, it's not woo, it's really just the, the canvas that they painted and I that they painted on and I am interpreting it the way I see it. But truly it's insight. And it's my insight that I have a gift with and without becoming that egotistical, you have a gift guy. I tend to use it for the betterment of others and we've seen that we've seen value that comes from uh connecting who you will or are as a child and you actually knowing that you have this thing and seeing it echo through life and having someone that connects that as much as it seems woo, uh, as as that word could seem, it's 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 a gift, and you do it with coaching questions from Harry Duran. I'm joking. <laughs> you, you ask the questions that you already know the answer to, but you'd like the other person to get the answer to, and in so doing, there are others that are listening that are getting even more answers to questions they had. That's the beauty of the conversation. And the beauty of this conversation is that's, that's the way it, it, it manifested. And I had no idea that I, I never have expectations, but um, my only hope is to do the best job that I can do to connect with my guests. And there's a lot of like uh, distractions, iPhones and second screens and dogs and sunlight Disco. windows. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> Very good. It's funny how, how people start to know a lot about you and you wonder like, well, how does he know all that? Well, 120 plus episodes, you, you're bound to like release your whole life story dripped out. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's a, but it's a testament to you, Angel, that uh, you pay attention to those things. It's important. How, how it's very important. Like you said it. Like I said, okay, do your children? You said no. What? 
and this is a testament to you. But I do have a dog. His name is Disco. Right. <laughs> and it speaks to the inclusion. Hey, you get a wrong Harry and he takes care of you. Uh, and you could be a dog with, with, with fur. He takes care of you. Yeah. Well, this has been an incredibly fascinating conversation. I loved it. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, my best dust this year. So thank you. Um, I'm honored to call you a friend. As well as am I. I'm looking forward to our next hug. Super! <laughs> Super duper. Super duper, man. So, uh, thank you for taking the time to um, go a little deeper um, and to uh, be a little more introspective. Uh, I think it's incredibly valuable when we're able to do that. And I think it's going to resonate with some folks. Love it, love it, love it. So if you need some soothing, uh, soothing, mellifluous voices in your ear prior to bedtime, then pull up episode uh, 124, I think. Yeah, 124 <laughs> with Angel Jones. <laughs> and it'll put, you know, soothe you. It's better than counting sheep. <laughs> <laughs> So where's the, the best place for folks to, to track you down online? Uh, 12minuteconvos.com. Uh, you spell 12, unfortunately. So it's 12minuteconvos.com. 12 12 um, yeah, so, yeah, let me just be me for a quick second, Harry. Yeah, um, thanks, thanks, thanks. Uh, thank you so much for this opportunity. I did enjoy the opportunity that you provide to create a space to allow an individual to share a path, a path and a part of their life that they would no other way do. And um, hey, I see so much in your future, my friend. Um, I, 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 I saw the, your presence at PodFest 2017, and I look forward to the amazing, amazing, amazing opportunities that you're providing for the podcast world and so many other individuals. So just wanted to put that down in the virtual space. Thank you. I might have to use that in my promos. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> have a... Have a fantastic uh, energizing blessed uh, day week and month same to you my friend make 2017 great yes so so happy to have angel on the show even though i butchered his name and i knew better because he had told me before and I could probably have edited out, but uh, it's nice to see the egg in my face every once in a while in public. I think it was important to bring up. And uh, it's interesting how the tone was dictated by, uh, by Angel and by my interaction with him. And it's just really mellow. I mean, the whole thing is it's really, really uh, soothing in my, to, to me. I imagine it'll be the same way for you, but there's just, it just goes to tell you that you can um, take your conversation 
and not necessarily like molded. I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. I think it's more like um, fit it to a pace that fits like um, the one that he wants that he he operates in. Because I mean, what if I was like super animated and super like, oh man, that's so great, Angel. Like, tell me about this. Like, not that I speak like that, <laughs> but very very uh interesting because it was an opportunity for me to just like laser focused i usually have a second screen on i i halfway through i turned it off i wanted to just kind of like dial in dial into what he was saying and be present and understand that he was taking the time to respond from his heart and i wanted to be there in kind and be like present in that same space and i and i hope for, i hope that's what came through it's just this w crazy world of podcasting is so has so many twists and turns. You never know like who you're going to meet. And there's been moments when I've thought of stopping the show and it's just conversations like this that just got me so fired up, so fired up to connect with human beings at this level that I did today with Angel. And I hope you enjoyed it as well. We are part of the Podcastica Network, podcastica.com. That's what it sounds like at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> uh, check it out for all the fantastic shows we've got coming online. Well, online and coming soon. A couple of others we may have uh, or may be adding. Music intro and outro provided by Cedar and Soil, which is uh, cedarsoil.com, otherwise known as George Abiana, a incredible incredible musician that you should definitely check out and support his music as well if you're a podcast junkies fan special thanks to show sponsors sure head on over to podcastjunkies.com slash sure to see the current iteration of equipment that i have at my disposal and to podbean uh head on over to podbean.com slash podcast junkies and uh, sign up with them give them a shot if you're just getting started they've got Super, super easy pricing, um, $3 and $9 for unlimited hosting, which I think is one of the best deals around. And I'm really getting to know the folks there, and uh, I think they're top-notch. So tell them Harry sent you. I don't know how you would do that, but just you know, use that URL, and it achieves the same purpose. So let's see. What's the retention hashtag going to be? I really feel like it should be something that spoke to the connection that Angel and I had and who he is as a person and who he's grown to become through his life experiences and his genuine interest in bringing out the best in people. So I don't know if that can necessarily be translated into a hashtag, but let's go with Angel. Okay, this is one this one's going to be a, a little complicated, but I want to go with Angel Angel. But I want to go with Angel, his name first. So that's E-N-G-E-L. And with the word Angel, A-N-G-E-L, um, second. So it's, it's very, it might be a bit confusing, so pay attention. It's hashtag Angel Angel, but the first one is spelled E-N-G-E-L. And the second one is spelled A-N-G-E-L. All one word, and then tag podcast underscore junkies if you've made it this far. Tune in next week for a conversation with Tina Dietz. I sure hope I pronounced her name right. She was an amazing dynamo of energy at PodFest. Um, she's the host of Start Something Creative and 
she was really helpful in getting things um, organized and, and one of the, the supporters at PodFest. Um, and we had just been in, interacting an email previously to the conference and uh, um, I'm happy we got to connect because she's um, a bundle of joy and energy and that's going to be a fun conversation as well. Take care. Have a fantastic week. I appreciate all you to support this show. Spread the word. Tell a friend. And uh, go hug your mom. Thank you.